Yes, indeed. And as usual, we are awaiting your home improvement type of questions, either by phone or by text, whichever is easier. 651-461-9226. Let's say hello to Andy Lindis this fine, beautiful uh, July 8th morning. Andy, how are you? I'm doing well. You? It is nice. I'm doing well. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Again, uh, I hate to repeat myself, but I will anyway. We need rain. We need rain badly. And uh, there's a couple of chances here and there this coming week, which we'll talk about when we uh, check out the forecast. But what's uh, what have been you and uh, your crews been up to? What what are folks getting put in their houses and on top of and around and inside? Tell me about it. (laughs) You name it, Denny. My crews have been busy for sure. And yes, we need the rain, but uh, prefer not to get four and a half inches in a very short amount of time, like we did last week in my neighborhood. Um, yeah, we had some some gully washers, had some landscape wash on me, so I got to I got to get fixed. But uh, my lawn is not as brown as it was maybe two weeks ago, so we got that going for us. But you name it, Denny: roofing, siding, windows, every division at Linus Construction is going strong. We're hiring people, um, looking to grow. And like always, mm. we grow slowly. You don't need any experience. We have a great training program. So if you want to become a craftsman and uh, have a chance to be one of the best in the world at what you do, installing windows, roofing, gutters, um, uh, we are hiring and training as uh, as we speak. But, uh, again, the month of June, um, Linus Construction set a record for the number of jobs we completed and the number of five-star reviews that we received in the month of June. And – the amount of positive quality control reports that my QC people did. So all things firing all cylinders, Denny, I, I couldn't be happier. My people are the best in the world. My job gets easier and easier every day, it seems like. Well, you know, I think that's pretty exciting when you're talking about uh, hiring some new folks and you will train them. I would think that's some great opportunities for people, maybe uh, younger folks. And I say younger because it could be any age. But uh, th- that maybe wanted to, uh, you know, I, I personally, and you've never heard me say this, and you probably will get a good laugh out of it, but I've always wanted to be able to be a good carpenter. It'll never happen. I can guarantee it. But, <laughs> but, but some people who have, you know, that uh, either ability or maybe they have an interest in some form of trade, that's a great opportunity to, uh, to work for a family-run business like yours. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you can go to the Linux Construction Facebook page. One of the my favorite uh, times of the month is our company meeting. Um, once a month, we get the entire, you know, all 157 of them together. And uh, we celebrate uh, every anniversary and then the milestone anniversaries, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30-year anniversaries. If you go on Linux Construction's Facebook page, you get to see all of those anniversaries and, and, and we, how we get to celebrate that. That's, that's Denny is, is, is the proudest thing I have ever done professionally is be able to keep my people as long as we do, where it's a career and they work for us for 30 years and then retire. Um, that's, that makes our customers way happier because I'm not constantly retraining new people. And I have really experienced people when we're hiring like we are, that are going to train these people to be craftsmen. And, and Denny, um, not to toot my own horn, but the amount of companies that have spawned off Alinus Instruction over the last 15 years because we trained them on what to do and how to do it, 
I mean, you're yeah. talking over 25 different construction companies that have that have started at Linus Construction, and I'll help them all along the way. There's enough work for everyone. If you're going to do good work, I'm I'm an open book, man. And and you hit the nail on the head. It's hard to become a really good carpenter. It's easier for us hire web developers and software developers for our software company, Contractor Flow, than it is to hire an experienced carpenter. And that's why we have a very robust training program, and we just find it easier to train those people. Now, having said that, if you're an experienced carpenter and a craftsman, you want to make a change, knock on our door too. You don't have to. We're not just taking uh, the, the the fresh ones that that need training. If you if you're good at what you do, we got a spot for you. Now, that's a good idea too. That's a good point uh, for, for somebody who is an existing tradesperson. Uh, yeah, you have more opportunity. I know we hadn't planned on talking about this, but I, I found it uh, an, an interesting uh, side note uh, to, uh, to delve deeper. Um, I know we we've got texters, and I know we welcome callers too. If you have again any kind of a home improvement question, six five one four six one nine two two six. Uh, and if your question is about uh, decks or windows or uh, uh, siding or gutters, speaking of gutters, you had mentioned, you know, heavy rainfall. And when we did get that burst here at our house uh, several days ago, I was I was looking out one of the windows and uh, out from my leaf guard gutters into the downspouts came tons of water into my lawn. Thank, thank, I mean, I was thankful for that. Uh, but those leaf guard gutters, you know, we talk about all the rain it can handle when it does happen. But tell me about that. Tell me about the amount of rain that leaf guard gutters can deal with here. You know, it, there really is. Uh, it's pretty rare that it's going to be too heavy a storm. That leaf guard gutters can deal with here. You know, it, there really is. Uh, it's pretty rare that it's going to be too heavy a storm that the rain gutters cannot handle it. Um, where we run into issues with overflowing or overshooting is on valley areas or if we try to go too long of a distance to one downspout. But we're, we're good enough at what we do. We can point those problem areas out before we even start the job. And like at my house, I have a really big valley that comes onto a straight piece of gutter. What I meaning is like a dormer's up above it. And so it's not a corner. So there's a valley coming onto a straight piece of gutter. And on the heaviest of heaviest rains, it overflows and that overshoots the area right there. It doesn't even hit the gutter because the water's coming off that valley so hard. Now, I could put a deflector up in that area and catch all the water. But then I'm going to have to get up and clean out behind that deflector. And it's two stories up. So I know it's never enough water that's going to damage any of my landscaping or cause any wet basements that are coming down there. I'm gonna, 98% of the water that's coming off the roof is going in the gutters. You know, for 98% of the range, I should say, it's just those one or two gully washes a year that, that it has issues. And I've never put a deflector up there and never, never worry about it. But we'll walk you through it. If there's not a gutter built today that can handle more volume or handle a higher volume of water than LeafGuard. It's been tested to handle up to 29 inches of rain per hour. And that's third-party testing by the Good Housekeeping Institute. Wow. It's almost three feet of water. Wow. Yeah. 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 It, That's like it, uh, it, it, you grab two of each animal and build an archetype rain. Yeah, gully washer. Uh, it's great. And we've had ours on for, what, 20? Boy, you know, one of these days I'm going to be end up saying we've had our leaf guard gutters for almost 30 years. It's getting close to that. Um, 
Andy, I know we need to take a quick break here. Let's uh, invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. Any kind of a home improvement question, we'd love to hear from you either by phone or by text. Here's the one number for either, 651-461-9226. From News Talk 830, WCCO, stay with us. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our uh, Home Improvement Show. We welcome your uh, those type of questions, either by phone or by text, certainly, as usual, 651-461-9226. Andy Lindis answering those uh, home improvement type of questions. You know, I was hearing our, our uh, informational uh, uh, spot about uh, 75% off installation labor. I don't want to get too far adrift, so I don't mention that again. But give us the the info about the, what's happening this month of July. Yeah, uh, big push on our Infinity Windows, 75% off the installation labor on Infinity Windows. And that uh, you can look at that awesome Everwood product. It looks just like wood, stained just like wood, by professionals, by Linus Instruction. And, uh, and when you look at reviews online, I'm, I'm telling you, um, my window people do really, really good work. And, well, Danny, again, look at the tenure. I mean, how long ago did we put windows in your house? A decade ago? Oh, I bet it's more than that. So? Yeah, I think it's more longer ago than that. <laughs> Jake and Jim, the people that installed windows in your house, they're still a crew yeah. today, man. They're, 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 you know, they're, I get more reviews on on those two fellas in a positive manner and where where people are just like, Oh, you know, we were, we were, we hated to see them leave. And that just makes me feel great because people usually, when they're talking about contractors, can't wait to get rid of them. It's been too long. They don't like the process. But Jake and Jim, people just want, like, want to adopt those two fellas on a regular basis. And they always bring home, I don't know what it is about WCCO listeners, but uh, we get a lot of baked goods from our listeners at WCCO. <laughs> no, it's, and I, I, I read these. We don't talk about it on the air maybe as, as much as we should, but I, I see uh, letters you receive, email you guys receive, your company receives about the the people that do the work, maybe the uh, uh, salespeople that come and give us all this information that, you know, give you your, your first view of Linda's construction. You guys constantly, I know you never get tired of it either, but but your people get letters of uh, from uh, uh, customers, and that's so important. You talk about word of mouth. That's got to be the the best uh, that you can get. You talk about uh, references. <laughs> I bet you have mm-hmm. no trouble getting references from people. Not at all. I bet you, on average, uh, everybody that comes to your house will have you know, 100 to 200 personal references, pictures with their customers, people in the neighborhood you can go and talk to, jobs that we have yeah. in progress. It, it, it doesn't matter. And, and Danny, it's just a, it's much more fun to be in business this way. Like yeah. my dad long time ago said, I'll never ever give somebody their money back. I'm going to do whatever. I'll rip the entire job off and start it over and finish it again. If that's what's going to take to make them happy, but I'll never discount somebody $500 just to make them happy. I'd rather redo the project. And that's, we just always yeah. make sure when we start, when we say what we're going to do, we're going to do it, and we're going to do it better than anyone else in the world. And it just so I again this year, over fifty percent of our business is past customers or referrals. Think about that. Yeah, says a lot. Uh, yeah. Another, 
Another Andy listener says uh, their question is via text, uh, what type of paint do you recommend for cedar shakes? Uh, and I, again, I guess we can talk about staining versus painting, but uh, we don't know more background of what, what what's on there right now. But just that question, what, what do you think? What about paint a product? You know, when it, when it comes to paint, I would, uh, you know, go to your local Ace Hardware or Sherwin-Williams and talk about the material you're going to paint for an exterior paint. Those people will usually put you in the right direction. Now, the, the higher-end paint is worth the money, in my experience. Out there, you know, if uh, it does cost 20 bucks more a gallon, it might be worth it for the exterior if you can go without having to repaint, you know, an extra two, three years. Um, some of them have some pretty good warranties too. But having said that, if I had cedar on the exterior of my home, I would be looking at an oil-based stain, and you can get those shaded in different colors to protect my home like uh, Penafin makes more than a paint. I just, uh, I'm not a big fan of painting the exterior of homes. Just doesn't seem to last very long. But but like you kind of alluded to earlier, uh, if if the cedar shakes are already painted, or maybe they've been painted a number of times, mm-hmm. uh, then again, then you're, you're kind of doing it again. Yeah, yep. yeah. Now, what about uh, the uh, uh, LP Smart side? What's we talk about that siding all the time? What, what's the deal about paint? How often does that need painting? Depending on the exterior finish that you pick, uh, you're going to get a, a finish warranty anywhere from 20 to 35 years. So the worst-case scenario, you know, 20, 25 years down the road, you have to repaint it. But the material itself should last forever. And we have had very, very, very minimal warranty claims on any of the LP finishes, whether it's the Diamond Coat finish or the LP Expert finish. I'd be comfortable putting either one of those finishes on my own home. And for those folks that maybe have never heard uh, that before, the uh, LP Smart Side, we're talking kind of a CCO land uh, type of company, a product, right? Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Yeah. Yep. Two Harbors, yeah. Minnesota. Very good. And Tomahawk, Wisconsin. And you know they deal with a lot of you know your your local lumber producers in, in northern Minnesota, northern Wisconsin too. So. They, uh, it's not only not only the, the the LP factories; it's all the mills and and the, the people actually cutting down the trees. You know, speaking of which, and it just dawned on me that we had, and this was after the show was over, so it could have been midweek for all I remember. A couple of weeks ago, about LP SmartSide, about cleaning it. We talked, I think, at that time about pressure washing decks and all of that. What about pressure washing? Mm-hmm. The listener wanted to say, as I recall, LP SmartSide. How does that hold up? To pressure washing. Again, was the question. Every material should be tested that's not fastened on your house with the type of pressure that you're going to be using. As long as you're not using too much pressure, where you could start to take off the paint finish, then you should be okay. Having said that, a an exterior wash for me, you know, like the, the, like that Dawn exterior wash that you hook up the hose and you can spray off your siding and then spray it off the hose. Me for me that and maybe a scrub brush on some of the the like if you have any like bug residue or anything that's left on the siding or something you know, vines grew on it that you have to get a scrub brush after or a magic eraser. I'm gonna I'm gonna go after the exterior of my house that way more so than a pressure washer just because even if everything is sealed up right you're putting that amount of water if you get it behind the siding bad things can happen. Um, I just uh, I I not a big fan of pressure washing the siding of a house or the roof of a house. Decks, I'm okay with, especially composite decking. Um, 
but I uh, I would use maybe a different method on the exterior of the home. Okay. Getting a bit of a signal here. Time for a break. We have other text messages uh, we want to get answered. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, now is your chance. We'll have almost another half hour of the show to go, so don't wait. Call us or text us, 651-461-9226. It's the Home Improvement Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Stay with us. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. You have any kind of a home improvement question, we welcome you. Here's Andy Lindis uh, answering those questions this morning as usual at 651-461-9226, either by phone or by text, whichever is easier. Uh, speaking of phones, uh, Andy, Gene is calling in, I believe, from Stillwater this morning. Gene, thanks for waiting. What's uh, your question for Andy? Good morning, Andy. Um Good morning. I've I've got the, your gutters on the house, and during that April, well, I had a tree come down, and it it didn't come down hard enough to damage the roof, but it dented the gutters. Okay. I had. Can they be spliced? I know they're seamless. Versus, it's a, like a twenty twenty one twenty two foot span, and it's right on the edge. It's about six inches from the edge. It didn't rip away from the fascia. It just put a really nice ding in the gutters. They could maybe, maybe they can be repaired. Um, but I'm like for, for the amount of labor that it takes to make a hand cut like that and splice that and make sure it doesn't leak. Um, I would take a look at what the overall price is um, on what a yeah, new piece of I, I've already, there. I've already had your guys out and got an estimate okay. and just, uh, God, it's just, and I, I didn't ask him at the time. If it could be, um, I would, what it would, what I would do is, uh, say you, you, you if you just want to send your salesman a text or a, a message, or if you just want to, uh, send me a message uh, off the air, I'll talk, I'll try to look at the pictures of the project. And if it can be repaired, um, you will, but chances are, if it's only a twenty feet piece of gutter, it's not going to meet an insurance deductible. I mean, that that is a it's an insurance claim. It could be, but but your deductible is probably what the cost of the gutter is. Is is my guess at this stuff, but I'd have to look at the actual numbers. And if it can be repaired, we will. We've done it before. Um, I have a splice on my house. It doesn't leak yet, but. And also was from a tree. I wasn't going to put a gutter on uh, on a upper on my garage. There's an upper roof that drains onto a lower roof. I wasn't going to put a down a gutter there. My dad and son were trimming some trees and got a little crazy at the chainsaw and dropped a uh, a uh, 40 foot pine tree on a four month old shed and took out my gutter system and uh, some soffit. But they fixed it. I took that off and I, I spliced it on the other side just out of my own curiosity to see how long I could have a gutter with a splice in it that doesn't leak and we're going on almost three years now and it hasn't leaked so it's possible wow. but i'd have to look at the pictures to see if we can do it all right well you get that checked out gene thank you appreciate the call interesting uh phone number is also the text number 651-461-9226 speaking of text you'll have to help me with this one uh, this texture has 25 pounds of pro grout that has been in my garage for several years does it expire, and how would you get rid of it? Um, you should be able to throw that just in your in your normal trash. 
but uh, I don't think it expires, Danny. I mean, it's a cement product. It's always it usually can be brought back to life and, and be used. Um, would be my guess. And as long as it hasn't gotten to be a solid brick, but even if it got solid, chances are you could work that into a grout again. Hmm. Like crushing it up or like, something. I know. Interesting. Like, yeah. But when we ground the cement down in, uh, in in one of the basements, we were putting the epoxy floor on. My dad, being the last dropper that he is, um, saved all of the concrete dust from the vacuum that we were doing, and he used that. 15 pounds of concrete dust to remake a cement as a mortar for a retaining wall, rock retaining wall he built. And it's, it's held up. But my dad, uh, my dad doesn't throw many things away, Danny. I, I still have stuff in the garage. You know, I bought his house from him, I don't know, 12 years ago. I still got tools that, that were left in his garage and parts and pieces for plumbing that he left behind. So I, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't, I don't throw much away. <laughs> I know a pack rat myself that I, around here, and I, I I saw I saw a cartoon a couple months ago uh, of a uh, a storage facility, like a storage garage type of place, and the father had his young son with him, and uh, here it is. He opened up this storage door, a garage door, whatever it was, and it was packed, packed from floor to ceiling all the way to the front, and he said. Someday, son, this will all be yours. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dad. Uh, yep. So I know the feeling. Uh, again, 651-461-9226. Uh, this listener, maybe you can take, take us through the basics. Like they're asking, what are the basics of restaining a basic cedar deck? That's a, uh, that's a good question. So what you're going to want to do is start off by cleaning it. And then once it's clean, then you're going to get a brightener and a conditioner. And I would make sure that any spots that need to be sanded, you sand before you use the brightener and conditioner. Because what the conditioner does is it opens up the pores of the, the cedar to take on the stain better. And after you do the brightener conditioner, give it at least a day to dry out. Now, any hardware store, you can probably buy a meter under 20 bucks that you can put on any species of wood and it'll tell you the moisture level of that wood. And if you look online, that'll tell you what, what is a good moisture level for that wood to apply the stain. Now, for me, if I'm, if I'm going through the process, it's worth the 20 bucks. to make sure that it's dried out, especially with as humid as, as we are typically. Maybe not this year with how dry it's been, but and just make sure that it's not going to be one of those you know, crazy 90-degree days. For me, any, any temperature from 45 to 80 is a good temperature to put an oil-based stain on. And I would look at the Penifin company as far as oil-based stains go and get it specific to the species of wood that you're using. All right. Yeah. Brighten your conditioner. We've talked about that for years. That really goes a long way. It really makes a difference if you're uh, you know, a, a homeowner with that uh, young or old uh, cedar deck. It really works. All right. Good. Thanks for that uh, text. Again, 651-461-9226 for either a phone call or text. Speaking of calls, uh, let's grab another one. Bob, I believe, calling in from Bloomington this morning. Thanks, Bob. What's your question for Andy Lindis? Hey, good morning. Hey, I live in Bloomington, and I've got a Rambler home. It's about 2,600 square feet. I tested the popcorn ceilings. I'm looking to have it removed. There's no asbestos. What 
could I maybe do they charge by the square foot to remove and put a knockdown finish on it, or is that usually hourly? What might I expect, uh, you know, per square foot, just um, to get an idea of what it would cost? You know, off the top of my head, what what it is a uh, per square square foot with demo and everything that's going to be, be be kind of tough. But most companies that you talk to should be able to give you a price um, on what that's going to be, and so you're just going to be looking for um, a taper, somebody that does knock down ceilings. But um, you might want to take a look at some of the other ceiling options too. You know, one time, uh, one thing I noticed on the popcorn ceilings I take off, there's a lot of flaws that have to be addressed. So you do, if you're going to be doing that yourself, you're going to, for me, the last time I looked at a popcorn ceiling and I needed to be redone, I um, sanded it, you know, scraped it as much as I could, and I put wood over the top of it. That just was a, it was an easier process for me, and I, uh, I, I didn't. Now, I still have one popcorn ceiling, Denny. I haven't brought myself the new addition that is now, I think, on year 29 that my dad built back in the day that has the sparkles in the popcorn ceiling. Oh, it was, yes. That was big in the 80s, man. It sure oh, was yeah. in the early 90s. So I uh, I am, uh, I, I have a hard time. God, that new edition might be closer to 35 years old, and I'm thinking about it, Danny. Kind of like a disco me. ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's got little sparkles in it. The sun hits it. Yeah. Everything's sparkly. My mom was so excited, I remember, when that got put up. She thought it was the coolest thing ever, but... Not not so much nowadays. It's a little dated. Well, I was just thinking about that. You recommended to me about that very thing because I I have removed myself. I don't do that anymore, I don't think. Uh, but I've removed two or three rooms of our house with uh, that had the popcorn ceiling. What a job. What a messy job. But fortunately, as I was doing it, you, you said now if the, you know, after you get that stuff off and you look at the, uh, the drywall up there and if it's, you know, if you need to repair it, it might be easier to put. What would you do? Explain the whole wood idea to me again. Well, either you're going to be looking at um, some type of shiplap or tongue and groove wood, but you can get them in a variety of colors. I have a stand in a variety of colors now. Um, there are a variety of species. There's also tiles that you can get, metal tiles that you can get up to put up on the ceiling that look look nice. There's there's a lot of options for you there. It just doesn't have to be a knockdown. And when you start to price out. What some of these uh, the demo and what a, could they get a professional in to come do the knockdown ceiling and, and what that is it's it's it sometimes a little bit less expensive to maybe just do it yourself and put the if you're it's for me for a do it yourself or type project if if you have somebody that can be okay on the trim work and the finish work like putting the ceiling up is 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 something I would do with my teenagers and feel comfortable that we could all be doing every part of the job. That makes sense. I, I, I think yeah. it's, it's, as far as a do-it-yourself project goes, tongue and groove or lap shiplap is 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 pretty easy. Why do you think for forever there every HD TV series you watch a shiplap here and tongue and groove here mm-hmm. because because it's easy, or they're putting mm-hmm. barn wood on a wall for an accent. It's, it's it's it hides a lot of flaws. That old wood hides a lot of the flaws of the carpentry as well that you're putting on. So. You know, it hides mistakes pretty easy. It's it's, it's something a, a somebody with a handy bone in their body should be able to accomplish. Yeah, and backing up a little bit, you and I were were, were connecting uh, off the air about uh, uh, the leaf guard gutters when I first uh, hired Lindis all those years ago. Now you actually have records of that. What was the year that you told me that uh, 
you don't have to tell me your age, but uh, at the time. But how many years? 1996, I was 17 years old, Denny. Oh, you know, it's funny. I I was too. No, I wasn't. (laughs) You were. That was when, when, uh, I think, Rich came over and explained the whole situation. And by golly, we had, it wasn't all at once. We had... The leaf guard gutters uh, put on individual, you know, various times, second floor, garage, then this kind of, uh, you know, kind of piecemeal. So it wasn't all at once, fortunately. Uh, yeah, but and then 19... we redid a lot of them when we, because we upgraded to the big leaf guard, I think, um, on the entire house when we redid your roof as well. That's true. That's true. If I recall. Uh, so, you know, yeah, the original absolutely. leaf guard was uh, an inch and a half narrower and an inch and a half uh, not as deep. So we had to put on a lot more depth. So, you know, yeah, the absolutely. original leaf guard was uh, an inch and a half narrower and an inch and a half uh, not as deep. So we had to put on a lot more downspouts than what we have to do with the, the leaf guard nowadays. But my point is, I, 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 I couldn't believe it when you said that. 1996, uh, those leaf yeah, guard gutters are great. You, you were right. We're, we're approaching 30 years, Danny. Think about that. Yeah. My goodness. All right. On that note, I'm going to grab my rocking chair and my shawl. And uh, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll take this break and be right back. We have a bunch of text messages we want to get to as well. If you want to call in your home improvement question, we'll still have time for yours. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Here in the Home Improvement Show on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. On this Saturday morning, we talk home improvement every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to Linda's Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch with those good folks? Easiest number, remember, 8449-LINDIS. Andy Lindis, we have callers and we have texters uh, we want to get to here before we uh, run out of time. Our number is 651-461-9226 for either a phone call or text. Let's grab a phone call. I think Cletus is on the line calling in from around Lafayette. Uh, Cletus, what's your question for uh, Andy Lindis, please? We have a home built in 1968, uh, and uh, in the basement we got a block wall, and overall it's in good shape. But uh, in one area, about 15 or 20 c- concrete blocks on the upper portion, the mortar is uh, kind of deteriorating, letting loose a little. What do we do? Um, I, one, there's probably a moisture issue. So I would take a look at your guttering and making sure that water's getting away from that area of the, the, the landscaping that that corner of the basement's in. And it, for me, I would call safebasements.com, Jesse Treble and his crew, just anytime you're worried about a foundation or blocks or anything like that, if it can go without being repaired, they will let you know. But if it needs to be repaired, there's really nobody better in the country at doing that type of work than, than Jesse Treble. I've, I've met contractors around the United States that use what Jesse Treble builds in Minnesota to fix walls, meaning they have, they have some pretty cool things that are made right here in Minnesota that, that companies around the, the United States use to, to help their basement situations. So. I'd have no problem yeah. calling them to get one of their free estimates and, and take a look at it, but uh, they'll also tell you if it's a guttering issue, if uh, if that's the if that's the case. But chances are, if it's only one area of your basement, it's because there's a water issue in that area that the other areas don't have. 
Yeah, Cletus, uh, Andy's right. Uh, I, I do the same. In fact, uh, we've used uh, Safe Basements at our house a number of times. Safebasements.com. But you know what? I happen to have the – Jesse gave me the toll-free number, if I may, Andy. Uh, 800-430-5858. Yes, so, Cletus, and anyone who needs that to help, 800 430 Safe Basements. Dot com. They are really, really good. Um, texter wants to know, have you heard of rubber shingles? Your thoughts on those shingles? I, I have not heard of those. What, what's that about? You know, um, not technically rubber. It's a version of asphalt called SBS. And in fact, Denny, that's the number one shingle that we use. And that's what gives it the class four rating on hail. And that's the number one shingle that we've installed for, oh, five years now. It's been our our our, our lead shingle, um, the the Armour Shield and the Glenwood, where they're going to be give you that class four rating. Now, the Glenwood is more of an asphalt shingle. It's just really heavy duty, but it's a different type of material that goes in the Armour Shield. That's why it can be so thin and get the class four rating. It's a proprietary blend of asphalt and rubber. Um, you know, people refer to it as rubber all the time, but that's what what gives those shingles that that class four rating. Malarkey is another one, but um, I haven't had as good luck with uh, any shingle manufacturers as much as I had with GAF. I'm telling you, they are a great partner for us, Denny. And uh, when it comes to warranty claims, you know, we've had three of them. We've had three GAF roofs fail, and every one of those customers were taken care of by GAF, and no questions asked, zero out of pocket money for the customer. I don't know what more we can ask for. And we've installed hundreds and hundreds, thousands of GAF roofs. So it uh, it's, it's, it's a really good product, but not, unfortunately, 90% of the roofing getting installed is not using that type of roofing. And I wish it was the other way around because I'm really getting sick and tired of people having to put their second roof on in a decade, third roof on in a decade, because they keep using the cheapest materials. These contractors use the cheapest contractor-grade materials in roofing. And, you know, that's just not the way to do business, I don't think. If no. For me, if I'm going to be putting something on somebody's house, I want it to last forever. I'm going to do what it takes to make that happen. We're not always successful with it. That's why we're always testing new materials. Technology has come a long way in the type of materials that we're using uh, compared to 10 years ago. But... It, uh, I want it to be the most durable, longest-lasting exterior product I can put on, and that's why we use that type of shingle. All right. I know we have a couple of minutes in the show to go. Andy, I'm going to save what uh, text messages we did not answer because I know we have regular listeners. I don't want to shorten them on, on the information here. So we'll, I'll save these, and we can open up the show uh, next week with those questions we didn't get to. Here's one, though, uh, before we go. Uh, the question is about 111, that plywood siding, 1980s built house. Can The question is, can you put LP smart side right over the top of that 111? You could, but I wouldn't. You're going to be putting new siding on the house. Let's get down to the underlayment, put on a new house wrap, make sure there's no rotten wood. I mean, T111, doesn't, not a bad for a price point siding, but doesn't exactly do the best at it pr- protecting what's underneath it. Meaning, a lot of times when I take off T111 or Masonite or any of those types of siding, there's a really, really good chance. And if I had to put a numbers to it, I'd say seven out of ten times, we're going to find hundreds of dollars of rotten wood underneath it. So I would make sure that that's addressed 
if I'm putting new siding on my house. And Denny, I know there was an insulation question. Just everybody on the call, if you're looking at adding insulation to your house, unless it includes attic air sealing, not worth it. Blowing in insulation over the top of your old insulation without addressing any of the ventilation issues is not worth it. You're probably going to do more damage than good. I would look at a different company. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. And maybe a real quick answer on this one. Uh, a listener, they don't want to stick out in their neighborhood, but they want LP siding where the entire neighborhood is using vinyl, uh, but they want LP. You think uh, you think it would be they would stick out? <laughs> I, we'll, I think they would we'll be the first neighborhood that had builder grade vinyl, and then we go in and put LP on it, and it's, it spreads it's like a disease. The LP will go from one house to the next. And you won't <laughs> you won't be the only one in the neighborhood with LP for very long. Let me put it that way. No, that's a great product. All right, give us uh, real fast now uh, in about uh, twenty seconds uh, the kind of deals the month of July from Lindis. Like always, free estimates uh, and, and free expert advice from all my wonderful people. But right now we have 75% off of installation labor on the Infinity Window by Marvin, the best window you can install in Minnesota or Wisconsin, hands down, and we can get them all. Oh, boy, if you need windows, now is the time. Yeah, easiest number to remember is 8449-LINDIS for whatever you may need, any kind of uh, uh, remodeling, repair, roofing, siding, 8449-LINDIS. Andy, have a great week, you and your crews, and let's do this again next Saturday. Sounds great, Danny. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. We're going to be filling in for Susie Jones tomorrow morning here on The Good Neighbor. 830-WCCO. Thanks for listening.